money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's good. This is the show where Dave, that's me. Reb, I'm Reb. That's you. Talk about the hard issues around money. And uh, this show in particular is sponsored by Stephen Francipelia Law. And Stephen is a good friend as well, a colleague in the in the business. Uh, their law practice does real estate, does commercial. Uh, they do some wills and estates. So great kind of... Uh, common man. We buy houses, we need wills, and sometimes we run businesses. So uh, Stephen's uh, got the goods to advise you on that. His, the, his link to his website uh, will be in the show notes oh. today. So if you need a lawyer, if you need to talk wills, which we always encourage people to do, yeah. please get a will. If you own property, especially if you have children, especially that's another, that's another radio show, <laughs> but we've done that one. Yes. So we may get Stephen on to talk specifically about some Ooh, of those things. So. That's not a bad <laughs> heads up, Stephen. Yeah, heads so, up, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. We are going to have you on. Okay. Today, I'm, we're pretty excited about today's uh, yeah. show. So we really want to. Okay. To be honest, we had guests lined up to, to record mm-hmm. and they couldn't make it this morning. So um, we pulled this one out of our hat, but this is a pretty, I'm actually really excited about it too. So mm-hmm. yeah. Are you going to lead or, or should I lead? Well, so, I didn't know if you wanted to read the verses that you had. Uh, I mean, I, I can read them. but um, Well, so it's I had a few ideas, mm. but I also went and I sometimes listen to um, a devotional app called Lectio 365. And today they um, were reading from Proverbs 2. And if you know Proverbs, that the first couple chapters are really a lot about wisdom, mm. seeking wisdom. Um, it says, my son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, if you cry out for discernment, lift your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And the... I. What was beautiful was the emphasis in some of what they said in the devotional regarding these verses was about intentionality. Mm -hmm. And then they proceeded to talk. So that was Proverbs 2, 1 to 5, um, just so you have a reference for that. Um, But they also started to talk about habits and practices. Mm. And I was also thinking about the PSAC strike, uh, which which has been recently in our midst in Ottawa um, and all over the place um but and we hope it's resolved and we at this point, right yeah. and so so as so as some of these thoughts came into place some people were asking questions well how do you pr- prepare for a strike mm-hmm. like what do you do and then it just got me thinking about a whole bunch of stuff which is going to be part of the conversation today so um I, th- I think we need to frame this around some simplicity, though. Simplicity, okay. right? So, so you know what you in, and what you were just saying about, you know, and maybe you can define that a little bit. What's the difference between a habit and a practice? Okay. Well, I'm going to borrow from them, and I'll quote them and give okay. you the date. But sure. um, it 
I thought it was interesting. They said that a habit, so anything you do regularly is a habit, although you can do a practice as a habit, but they've defined it on Lectio 365 as the thing you do today without thought Mm. because you did it yesterday and the day before that. And you know, when, when you work out or any time that, um, I've done any physical training and all of that, they say, you know, 40 days, Mm -hmm. you got to do something 40 days so that it becomes that habit. At Mm -hmm. least I think that's what the number is is but um then they define a practice as something that you do intentionally because there is a goal that you're re- determined to achieve so i guess and i was thinking when again when we were reading that um you know a practice you know i, I right away my brain went to sport and and i went okay so a a athlete constantly practices but it's not really a habit, right? Like that was kind of where I, my brain went. I right. went, wait a minute. You know, they go, they intentionally go, they, they have, but the habit is, is I have to actually schedule my day. So I get up, I brush my teeth. I, you know, I do my regular kind of routine, but, uh, you know, I do some of that. They, they are connected and intertwined a little bit. That was kind of what I thought when I, when we were reading that. And, you know, we could have different definitions sure. for habit and practice, but I, it just, it did bring it to the forefront. What are we, so they, we can talk about practicing wisdom. Mm. And so in light of Proverbs 2, you know, if you incline your ear, you're doing an intentional focus mm-hmm. to get wisdom. You are applying your heart to understanding. You're actually thinking how, how in, in terms of finances, yeah. okay, I really need to listen somewhere to someone who does money well because I need to get some wisdom about money. I need to understand it more clearly. I need to go to, I have some savings. What do I do with it? I'll go to a financial advisor, right? These are, these are intentional decisions. We're learning to get some financial wisdom. And I mean, in this context, it's wisdom about God's so that we fear the Lord and know the Lord. We get to know the Lord and that's like a, a good thing. But that can also be in your financial journey. Right. You can say, what is God's wisdom for me about money? And there, the focus here is, oh, I have to practice intentionally making the effort to gain that wisdom and knowledge and discernment. Right. And we may have habits right now. So I'll just say this. My habit is to go... I'm legit not doing this every day, but let's say my habit, Starbucks is around the corner. My habit is to go spend $7 on coffee every day. That's seven times seven. That's $49 a week. That's like, you know, $200 a month just on coffee at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So that is a habit. Right. If I start to practice wisdom that says, oh man, I'm short like a few hundred dollars a month. I've become aware of my finances. I need different practices so that I'm, I, I can save in certain areas. And then my financial coach says, well, you might want to stop your Starbucks habit. Mm. Then I think, oh, then I need to practice something intentionally. I'm going to practice making, I can go buy Starbucks coffee. Right. I can, I can buy the nice beans that I love at Starbucks and then just make that coffee at home. Mm. And that becomes a practice for me because I want to save money. Right. I want to capture uh, money that I can put towards my debt, let's say. And I'm going to use that $50 from Starbucks every week mm-hmm. and put it on my debt instead. That that becomes a practice. That becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? 
Well, I think it does. I, I mean, I was again thinking of you know there there you know, we're we're using the definition that from this morning. There are also habits that you know you kind of do without thinking. And, um, you know, in light of one, you've heard the show, you know, that one of the, the foundational pieces of, of a healthy financial um, life is, is having an emergency cushion in oh, place. Yes, right? right. So we yep. have said, you know, uh, and we, we understand that intellectually. I need an emergency cushion because stuff happens. OK, so what right? is an emergency cushion? That's a quick, quick definition. Just three months minimum, three months worth of expenses sitting in an account that essentially is easily accessible that when and this is the key when the emergency happens you have somewhere to go other than credit okay right? so this is not like the thousand dollar one that's like for tires and all of that 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 that's a that's a quick little one but this is the emergency cushion with three months worth of expenses so if mm -hmm. you have a household budget of seven thousand dollars a month Seven times three, that would be $21,000 you'd have saved up. Sure. And you're going, ah. I know. Uh, I just, like, see, we that, put the number to That it. doesn't quite happen <laughs> without, uh, you know, maybe changing, as you said, maybe you're, you're, you're changing a habit or you're changing something in your financial life um, and you're shifting that money into your emergency cushion. But there's still this practical piece of it, it actually, you know, do I automate it? Right. Like, do I take that 50 bucks? And uh, and this is where uh, I think the habit in terms of this definition is really good. You know, I have a habit of, of making as I review my financial spending plan and I go, oh, uh, the focus right now is to build up my emergency cushion. That's my focus. And, uh, you know, if you have just been on strike, like we experienced here in Ottawa, and you, you may have drawn down some of your savings to float the time that you weren't getting paid because you're on strike. Well, that's a, a great example of, well, I had no control over that. I didn't do anything wrong. There wasn't anything, you know, in a sense, life happened to me. But when I had the emergency cushion, that crisis or that life didn't turn my financial life into a crisis. I could go get it. I don't like doing it, but I had the money in my emergency cushion to be able to navigate that time. And now, uh, you know, the, the crisis is over and uh, my goal is to fill that back up. And, and so that habit of, well, getting my emergency cushion is the number one thing I need to do in terms of my finances. Well, now I'm going to do that. Right. So if we're talking about habits and practices mm. and the intentionality of building something, and we're using emergency cushion as an example, because it's one of the first things that we talk about. Uh, and, and it's one of the most powerful things. It, it, really it, is. it really, if you haven't done it, please try like even so here's our story a little bit of our story mm. we and before we knew anything about we were ever going to be financial coaches or start mm. more than enough those of you who know our story know it a little bit dave was an automotive tech um and then in 2007 he left a family business did not know where he was going we didn't know what we were doing i, we, I was at home so homeschooling our four kids we had unbeknownst to us, we had savings mm -hmm. that we could live off of and we needed to live off of it. Mm -hmm. So we had done some intentional things bit by bit for the, those first 15 years of our marriage to put 
money aside, mm-hmm. I don't know, there was 50 or $60,000 we had mm-hmm. done li- bit by bit. Mm-hmm. And we ended up living off of that as you started more than enough coaching. Mm-hmm. And um, now I understand the beauty of all of that, right? I like sure. I, I get it. Because now I have context. Though in those days we did not do spending plans or talk about money that much together like we do now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a really great intentional thing we had done those years to to put money aside, and we did not know we were saving it for that rainy day. We mm-hmm. didn't know it was for two thousand and seven and mm-hmm. and leaving a career. But here's what we were talking about this morning when we were thinking about this show. We can almost be guaranteed that there's going to be curveballs in our life. Sure. Things will not go our way. And then I asked you, Dave, what would it look like to teach children from the age of four, mm-hmm. five years old, the moment they get to school, that having an emergency cushion is just as important as brushing your teeth every day? What if mm-hmm. we start teaching them when they get money for their birthdays, when they get they work, that they have a little savings account and it can be just savings for their future, but we can also teach them that this is for an emergency when you really need money in the future. Yeah. And I mean, we, we, we often, uh, again, uh, we'll talk about the three categories that as we teach our children, and if you consider yourself a, a child at heart, I will include you in that. That's all good. <laughs> but you know, there's the giving, the saving and the spending, right? You know, and that, yep. that keeps it really simple for our kids is like, okay, every time that you get your allowance, every time that you get money, these are your three choices. I'm going to put some money in giving. I'm going to put some money in saving and I'm going to put some money in spending. And that's the, again, the habit going back to that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a practice, uh, again, kind of merging those two, how they fit together. But if we get into the habit of every time we get money coming in, we say, well, I'm going to do some giving, I'm going to do some saving, I'm going to do some spending. If, if that becomes the habit, then we can carry that through our whole lives. And that is going to pay off that some of that savings is going to go to an emergency cushion. Some of that giving is going to give you the ability to give at different times and different places. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we've talked about that in a lot. And then you, you also then have structured your spending to go, Oh, wait a minute. There's these other two competing components, giving, you know, saving and, and, uh, and giving compete with our spending, our well, appetite. Of course. Right. And, and we're still in the midst of teaching of Serena, like when you, when you want to spend on yourself, it, you don't dip into your savings jar. That savings jar is really untouchable. Right. But, but those are practices, right? That mm-hmm. give, save, spend. We have jars with mm-hmm. labels. Yes. For our, our, at home. But, those are intentional practices we do, but mm-hmm. they're supported by good habits. So if we are, um, like sometimes happens, you know, especially in the summer when we're out and about and we're like, oh, let's stop and get such and such or do this or pick up a coffee, you know, before we know it, we spent more than we had planned to spend mm. after a week. And those are habits that are stealing from the practices, right. the good practices we have. And, and, but I don't know, Dave, could we, I mean, wouldn't it be a beautiful thing to teach every Canadian citizen 
that an emergency cushion is just an essential part of your life, like brushing your teeth. Mm -hmm. It's just that important. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you're going to do as you start earning money is to have an emergency fund. And if right. you're if you're 15 or 16 years old, that could look like a thousand dollars, and you just have that. Mm -hmm. Then as you get older, you can start separating that savings from an emergency cushion, right? Where you mm -hmm. an emergency would be, you know what? You're going to the dentist. Well, oh, now we can connect the two <laughs> habits, right? Well, it is yeah. because, I mean, I recently lost mm. a ca uh, filling yeah, and was. it was $550, which... Which was, was an emergency in the sense that saying we did not anticipate that when, you know, talking about the spending plan and saying, oh, you know, going to the dentist wasn't in the spending plan for this, this time cycle, period, right? Yeah, right? So we were going, okay, well, it happened. So how do we navigate How do we that? navigate it? And anyway, so I don't know. I It was just a thought I had today. And, mm. and then it goes to, well, how what happens when strikes happen? Because strikes are going to happen. You may have a career change. Mm. I mean, Dave and I, we didn't look up the statistic this morning and probably should have, but how many career changes are our children going to experience in life? Mm. You know, and those career changes, transitions... We just know that an emergency cushion that those if you have twenty one thousand dollars, you can you can say, you know what, I, I really am not in this job is really killing me right now. Or I, you know, I can't work because I need to take care of my aging parents. So I have to go down to part time pay for a few months mm -hmm. that you're not in a panicked state of mind. Yeah. And, and I guess I want to just speak to, you know, again, some of the advice that's out there around. So that's what a line of credit for is for, or that's what a credit card is for is is for the emergency. And, and again, just to, to, to put that into perspective and say, we don't want to use debt or credit in an emergency situation. And, and here's why, because it compounds negatively against you immediately. So you have an emergency. Great. I'm going to put that on the, the, the credit card. Uh, you know, your, your tooth, $500 goes on the credit card. And then that $500 begins to compound instantly against you. Right. And so against the finances. So we're going now the emergency is actually worse and, and getting worse with every month that goes by until we get it figured out. How are we going to do that? And and that's really, again, the a lot of the advice we've gotten from in, in terms of financial is, is, well, you don't you don't need that. You you know, you can lock in all of your your savings and investing in in locked in accounts because they're going to get you more return on your money. But then you're going to pay 29% because you have to go to the line of credit or you have to go to a credit card when an emergency happens. And so, again, doesn't quite line up in terms of, and we started by talking about wisdom. Wisdom says you, you, you have to have some margin. You have to have some, you know, space on the outside of the page, so to speak. Well, there's, isn't that an interesting word, margin? Mm -hmm. We certainly uh, want to have margin. And, and I mean, I'm speaking to the choir to myself, like, and not just financially, I, there's margin that I'm contemplating. How do I create more margin? Mm. So I'm not, you know, you're just not always working or mm. how do you create margin in your financial plan mm -hmm. so that you have some wiggle room so that you can save a bit extra. So, right. so that you can breathe because I feel like, and here I just put my shoulders down because mm. I was hunched up, you know, I can walk around or, 
or listeners, you can walk around and financially you're just, your, your body is just mm-hmm. tense mm-hmm. and you remember to breathe mm-hmm. like, oh, and the scripture says that we cry for discernment mm-hmm. and we lift our voice for understanding. And um, many Psalms say, I cried out with to the Lord with my voice and he answered me from his holy right. mount. I was just listening to some of the Psalms put to music today and and we cry out and we do, if we stop long enough to breathe and we look for wisdom in our finances and say, Lord, you know, what habits am I up doing in my life that maybe aren't, uh, are taking away from good sound financial practices? Right. And those are questions that take time. You cannot rush through a day or rush through a conversation with God tick a box. He's, I mean, he might tell you in two minutes. He might be eager to tell you. Um, but sometimes you have to slow yourself down so you actually are leaning in. I think of, of the disciple John on that, that scripture at the Passover when they were at the table, reclining at the table, and John was leaning on the breast, the, the chest of Jesus. And I'm like, man, that is intimate. That is friendship. That is such relationship but i think jesus is inviting us to that intimacy even in these practices even in a practice that's that's an emergency cushion Mm where we're leaning in saying jesus how do i do this Mm. what does it look like what are the what are some habits i can change so that i can have good practices so that when when you say it's time to move on Mm. that i'm not panicky because i don't have anything to fall back on when i switch jobs or have to take care of parents any of those things i don't I don't know. Well, and, and I think, you know, again, part of this whole uh, discussion that we're having today around emergency cushion and habits and practices, uh, you know, just remember that, um, you know, there's so many things in our lives that, that truly are not really in our control that affect us in terms of finances, right? So that's, that's by definition what an emergency is, is mm-hmm. something that is totally out of your control, but affects you financially. And you go, okay, and it's inevitable, it's going to happen. And if, if there's anything that, you know, we can all agree on, it's that, hey, an em- emergencies happen and they will continue to happen no matter how great you are at planning or what your habits are or, you know, how well you. <laughs> well, I actually said to you today, I said, well, I guess if you're unionized, you can just expect that there might be a strike strike down your path. So sure. so maybe a, that emergency cushion is good. And I reached out to a young a young man who was on strike and I said, what does PSAC do? And he says there are unofficial forums that, that talk about you know, how to prepare your financial plan for the strike period. And, and there's some courses that PSAC, I guess the union does with, with folks. So it's not like they're going in unprepared either. There's, there's some space that you can intentionally get wisdom from. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have a union and you don't, you think, oh, you know, you got a government job and your life is set Mm -hmm. because you have a government job. Mm -hmm. And we think that is the golden ticket, I guess, in Canada. Um, but life does happen and nothing is guaranteed. And, and, and the emergency may not be a job emergency. No, it might right? not be. As you mentioned, you know, you might have some aging parents and, and you're like, well, I am just the one who's going to have to take the time off or, or, or interrupt whatever it is to take care of them for a period of time. And, and that decision can be significantly 
easier to make when you go, hey, you know what? We can replace my income with what's in our emergency cushion for two months or three months. So then, you know, you have, okay, how do we make that happen? But I also want to say this because this is what happened for us. Mm -hmm. Even so some of you may be listening and thinking, well, I don't have margin. I don't have extra. I'm really strapped. If you can even find $20, $50 a paycheck mm. to put in an account that could go towards like immediate emergencies, mm. like tires, like mm. a tooth, mm. um, any of those things. We discovered, I think this is, this is my personal testimony about the emergency cushion. When, when you weren't even on an income, when we were, um, you know, God was providing for us in all kinds of ways, we still, took as much as we could and put it in an account for emergencies. Mm -hmm. And we have done it consistently, especially in low times. We still found some money and put it in, and it saved us so much grief over mm -hmm. things that surprised us. So even, and it just, you know, because you teach, like once it's built up, you can take that money and put it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Well, we've been one income family for a long time. So it, it, we never quite get like this super abundance that we put somewhere else. And we also own a business. So any business owners know what we're saying <laughs> anyway, but, but it has been like a, a golden wise treasure. So if you hear anything, find a little bit and, and test it, just test it out. Put some money away. Start doing it. If you want to put an envelope at home, fine. But just put some money away weekly. Do it automatically so it's not a headache. And it just feeds this account. Okay, and I'm going to jump in there. Um, different perspective, but great marriage saver tool. Okay, so if, if you are intentionally as a couple putting that money aside and, and doing that together. I guarantee you guys, and I'll speak to the guys, and this is generalization, but you are going to have a much happier marriage when that emergency cushion is being worked on, is being filled yes. up, is being, uh, you know, and, and again, and that even, is the even testimony discuss, of our marriage. Uh, uh, that, well, for yes. sure. Yeah. I mean, Reb is, is certainly much happier when she can look at that emergency cushion <laughs> and go, okay, who, you know, uh, you know, because as we know, and as we come to the show, sometimes, and I'm only going to speak to myself, I think, man, this is a great opportunity, or this is a great thing to do, or, or, and Reb reminds me that we're not using the emergency cushion for that. <laughs> okay, honey. Okay, I get it, right? So, I mean, I get it. And, and, you know, again, that it really does give both of us a sense of, Okay, that's what that money's for. It really is untouchable. And, and then we decide together, this is an emergency where we need to go together. And, and we both can go, yeah, okay. Now the focus, again, we have a united focus to fill it back up right. when it gets used. Um, and, and keep filling it. But mm -hmm. I will, I just want to leave this thought. Mm. All the planning, all the intention, all these wise, uh, discerning things that we can do to, to, to practice good things that are backed up by good habits mm -hmm. all come before the throne of God yeah. because all the good things that we can even do might not be enough sometimes. And we've discovered that in our mm -hmm. own personal finance. God is the one who orchestrates it. And mm -hmm. as we keep submitting and, and coming to him and, 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 and the, 
the bills are so big or mm -hmm. the mountain's so high, we have to lean in like John did to mm. him and say, God, help. It's beyond us. Mm. This is beyond us. And that to me is the foundation mm. of all of this. How do you plan for emergencies or how do you do practices or habits? They're all brought to God and you do it with him. Mm-hmm. And so, Lord, we do. We just, uh, at, at the end of this show, take a few minutes and, and again, acknowledge your presence, your power, and your wisdom to lead us uh, in, in goodness in your way. Uh, and, Lord, mm -hmm. we just thank you for that. Uh, and I just want to pray a blessing of wisdom and insight. And to everybody that's listening, may they receive the fullness of your wisdom in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So we want to say thank you for uh, to Stephen Francipilia Law. There's some wisdom there, we know. Yes. So if, if you're looking for some legal uh, wisdom, please give Stephen's office a call and join us next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.